Hello and welcome to another episode of Getting Ahead at Work Life, where we help you improve the quality of life at your workplace. My name is Steve Page. Just as a reminder, we are trying to record three types of episodes, a weekly core topic episode, and then sprinklings of an interview episode and a question and answer episode as we get feedback from you, the listener. So please feel free to give your input. Why are you afraid to call HR? Welcome to episode four of the Getting Ahead at Work Life podcast. I had a coworker that was having some pretty major problems with their coworkers at his work site. The problem started from the very beginning, and he never called human resources about it. Why wouldn't he? That way they would know he was having problems from the beginning and not that he was making something up after six months or a year, because by that point, it's his word against theirs. So in this episode, we're going to talk about a couple situations and then talk about reasons why people don't contact their HR departments. So, Jim's story. Uh, as I was saying, I had a coworker who worked in another department named Jim. Names, by the way, have been changed to protect the innocent. I would see him on campus and talk to him about his situation. And every time I talked to him, things would be worse and worse. The people he worked with were very foul-mouthed and talked about all kinds of totally inappropriate subjects. They were not giving him the information he needed to do his job. Sound familiar? And they were severely scrutinizing and micromanaging him for no reason. I would always tell him to document everything and call HR. But he never did call. He was afraid to. He actually told me he wanted to work on studying for new certifications and finish taking classes for his degree. I told him that from what he was telling me, I didn't think he had the time for that and he should be looking for new jobs. So guess what? His coworkers turned the tables on him and reported him to HR, saying he wasn't putting in his full hours, that he wasn't as knowledgeable as he led them to believe, that he was difficult to work with and basically not doing his job. This did not work out well for him because he was eventually put on administrative leave without pay and then subsequently fired. All right, let's talk about Connie's story. Another coworker of mine, Connie, was having problems with her direct supervisor. She was basically being bullied. She was actually called names, talked down to like a child, given busy work, and told she was not a good project manager, almost like what I was dealing with. So she went to the deputy program manager with the problem, whom her supervisor reported to. She spoke with the deputy project program manager And then later, Connie's supervisor disciplined her for a made-up reason. But it was obvious that it was in retaliation for talking to her boss, the deputy program manager. And, of course, the deputy program manager did nothing about her complaint. In this situation, Connie didn't feel HR would be able to provide any relief because we were on a contract outside the United States, even though it was for a U.S. company. The management here pretty much did what they wanted to and the HR department in the U.S. had no insight as to what was going on over here. And that's pretty much uh, the reason why Jim didn't want to report his situation either. He didn't think anything would happen, and he figured that uh, if he did, that would leave him open to them retaliating, retaliating against him and firing him immediately. So that leads us into reasons why people don't contact HR. And I feel as though the major reasons are They're afraid they will be immediately fired, like we just mentioned, because HR can be dishonest. They are afraid of retaliation um, because they only have the company and management's best interests in mind. 
people think nothing will happen or they can be, you know, actually incompetent. Believe it or not, some people are afraid to get someone else in trouble or fired. Um, and then another reason is we get used to being treated this way and just don't have the, uh, the urge to contact HR. Now, it's probably true most of the time that HR is first and foremost looking out for the interests of the company and tries to keep them out of lawsuits. But also sometimes they can help by making sure management and other employees follow the rules. Worst case, there would at least be documentation. You want to try to establish a pattern of negative behavior and go from there. When you do contact HR, you have to make sure you're making a good impression. You don't want to look like a whiny complainer. You need to present yourself as a valued professional employee, meaning you need to have your A-game on. You need to be doing what you're supposed to be doing before you go complain about someone else. You can't be showing up late for work and not be a good performer and expect them to go to bat for you. And you can't be all emotional either. I know it can be hard, but you have to leave as much emotion out of it as possible so that your message can get across to them. I had a hard time dealing with this at first in my situation. I'd be talking to my managers and found myself tearing up and choking up, and I was like, what the hell is going on? I couldn't believe I was feeling that way. But that's how much it was affecting me, that someone would be treating me like this. I took it very personally, and that's okay, but just not when you're talking to HR or your manager. Keep that shit locked tight until you get home. What do you do when HR doesn't help? Well, again, first, always file procedures and file a complaint. Give your employer an opportunity to fix the problem first. After that, one article says, Harassment and discrimination in the workplace indicate a certain level of dysfunction on the part of the company. If the situation has progressed to the point where you found that HR won't even handle sensitive complaints, then it's probably time to move on. Start searching for another job. And I have a link here for uh, the foolproof tips from LinkedIn will help you land your dream job. If your HR won't help, then you can also contact the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission if it's that bad, or the Occupational Health and Safety Administration if you feel your physical safety is in jeopardy. You also have to gauge your company and work environment. The bottom line, I think it's best to first make sure you're putting your best foot forward as an employee. Then if you can't talk to your supervisor, think about and plan out what you want to talk to HR about. Write up some talking points like I did, and I'll include a link to those talking points uh, in the show notes. Maybe run it past someone first, a friend or a coworker, then talk to HR. Remember to remain as unemotional as possible. You want to sound professional. You want to try to show them that the situation is taking away from or hurting the company, that what is going on is keeping you from getting your job done, for example. Also, you want to make sure you say what you need to say as quickly as possible. In other words, you don't want to be rambling on. That just annoys people. You need to get these people on your side. So don't use derogatory language or call people names. Be respectful. The more they like you, the more they'll want to help you. And most importantly, speak up right away. The sooner you do, the more you put HR and the problem people on the hook. They can't hold you that accountable if whatever's going on started soon after you were hired. But even if it happens well into the job, years maybe, speak up right away as soon as the issue happens. Don't let it go on for a long period of time. You might feel like this is jumping the gun, but really, you want to make sure things don't get out of control and you're blamed for someone else's bad behavior. 
You have to be your own advocate. It is in your best interest to not let things get out of hand because they will. You want to keep your suffering to a minimum. Trust me. It amazes me, though, that companies are willing to let one person spoil the environment for others and cause potentially many employees to quit. One, the whole one rotten, rotten apple uh, syndrome. So what do you think? Should these two have contacted their HR departments? And if so, at what point? Let me know what you think. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Getting Ahead at Work Life. Please like and subscribe to the podcast on Spreaker.com, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you enjoy listening to podcasts. We would love to hear feedback from you. So if you would like to submit questions, comments, or if you'd like to be interviewed for the podcast, please do so at info at gettingaheadatworklife.com. Or you can also come on over to our Facebook group to continue the conversation. And just remember, your job shouldn't feel like a life sentence. You have the ability to choose something better.